With more than 29,000 restaurants, 800,000 employees, and a new location opening every three and a half hours, KFC is one of the world's largest fast food chains. But while much of the brand's early success came from the U.S., today, the majority of that growth is in China. In the city of Hangzhou, about an hour outside of Shanghai, KFC China recently celebrated the opening of its 10,000 store. By comparison, the U.S. has a little over 4,300 KFCs. The last four years is the highest speed of KFC development in our 36 years history because the, the, the sheer scale of the economy provides us the opportunities to build more stores. Over 40% of our stores have been built in the last four years alone. China is a very important market you know, for Yum. It is the largest KFC market and Yum's second largest pizza market. Remarkably successful in a market, you know, full of restaurants. It's not like there, there aren't a lot of restaurants in China. They're everywhere. Known for more than just chicken, a typical menu in China can include items like rice congee, steamed dumplings, and egg tart. Digital ordering and delivery are also a major component. And here I can choose the, the nearest restaurant, and this one is a restaurant I'm right now. KFC China claims it has over 4,300 million members. It identifies members as someone using a member coupon, QR code, or ordering through its app. A million of those customers visited at least 100 times in 2023. But the business has faced headwinds, including food safety scandals, lockdowns due to COVID, concerns about the health of the Chinese consumer, as well as questions about plans for future growth. Definitely as more U.S. brands enter, KFC might see itself facing more direct competition from the faces it's used to seeing only in the U.S. Yum China, the operator of KFC China, generated revenue of $7.2 billion from its KFC segment in 2022. Over the coming three years, the company plans to return $3 billion to shareholders. So how did KFC overtake other fast food chains in China, like McDonald's, Starbucks, and Taco Bell? And can the business continue to grow? CNBC traveled to Hangzhou, China to find out. The first KFC franchise opened in Salt Lake City in 1952, but the chain didn't get its start in China until 1987. A leg up on the competition and an infusion of Chinese characteristics into the menu were key to its early success. So 36 years ago, we only served eight products in a restaurant, including original recipe chicken. Um, right now, our menu is bigger, uh, 40 items on the menu. However, every year, including 2022, we introduce 180 different products to our customer in China. They, more than any other Western uh, food concept in China, early on understood the need and necessity of not only introducing uh, you know, flavors and menu items that would resonate with the Chinese palate, but adjusting their menu. At that time, it was still owned by PepsiCo, and so PepsiCo was more concerned with beating Coke and less concerned with what its restaurant brands were doing, so they kind of went full throttle in China. PepsiCo spun off its fast food business, including KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell, in 1997. The business was later renamed Yum! Brands. By 2000, China accounted for 12% of the sales in the international restaurants category at Yum! Brands. Other fast food chains were capitalizing on China's economic transformation too. McDonald's launched there in 1990. The reason that Yum! is larger, the reason that KFC is larger in China versus McDonald's is really twofold. The first is that Yum! 
owned the distribution business in China, so just allow them to access smaller cities first and get that first mover advantage. And the second piece that chicken as a part of KFC is just naturally more appealing in China where, where chicken is larger protein than beef. They look at Colonel Sanders and there is a Chinese expression for them, for Colonel Sanders. They call him like old grandpa. And so he's kind of an iconic figure, just like Ronald McDonald, you know, a representation as an American cultural icon. But the brand was hit with a series of food safety scandals in 2012 and 2014 that weighed on its growth. Yum Brand's China division saw same-store sales decline 5% in 2014 and an additional 4% the following year. It, the brand was a bit tired at that time. Uh, the, the stores were a bit tired. Uh, the same store sales uh, was on negative double digit. Uh, we start to ask the question whether Chinese people still like fried chicken. End of 2015, Yum China was having some challenges that the same store sales recovery was nonlinear and was underwhelming investor expectations at the time. There was activist pressure at the time to separate the two businesses that the company uh, adhered to. Yum Brands spun off its China business in 2016 to create Yum China, an independent company incorporated in Delaware and listed on the New York and Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Joey Watt took over the role as CEO in 2018. Today, the company has over 14,000 restaurants in 1,900 cities and is one of China's largest restaurant companies with exclusive rights to operate KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell brands there. Unlike its U.S. counterpart, Yum Brands, with 98% of its stores franchised, Yum China owns and operates the vast majority of its restaurants. In Yum China, over 90% of our stores are still owned by our company. They are not franchisee. I mean, the investment payback of our store is incredible in China. That ownership model has helped to boost the company's store count. Yum China had revenue of $9.5 billion in 2022, compared with Yum Brands that had revenue of $6.8 billion that year. Yum Brands has over 55,000 restaurants in 155 countries and territories. When we run our equity store in China, we can open our store very, very fast. We don't have to negotiate with franchisee. How many do we open the store in one province, the other one? We can execute in a very, very high speed. I think usually when you see this kind of behavior, it's usually an indication that the, they, they prefer to keep most of the profits to themselves rather than sharing those profits with individual owners. And so therefore, it's kind of an indication that on a unit level basis, the China stores are, are, are not only well operated, but they're profitable. It also benefits Yum Brands. Yum China pays a license fee to Yum Brands of 3% of net sales. In the third quarter of 2023, China made up 25% of Yum Brands KFC system sales. For comparison, the US, its home market only accounts for 15% of its system sales every quarter. Investments in automation and AI have also helped reshape the business. First one is uh, uh, delivery to home, and the second one is dining or takeaway, and the third one is order a coffee. So we'll choose this one right now. In 2023, the company said it would invest an additional $3.5 to $5 billion over the next three years to improve its digital capabilities, boost its door account, and bolster its supply chain. Instead of having my staff to order, how many buns or how many 
uh, burger or how many chicken to the store, this is done by AI already. Our staff don't have to touch it. Going forward, how could AIGC help our staff? The, the next step from AI to AIGC is the, the new technology allow the, the language to be spoken as a human. For example, our staff, our manager will already have a watch. The watch will tell them, oh, it's time to uh, marinate another 50 chicken to prepare for the next batch of customers. It is also allowed it to trim staff. Yum China cut its workforce by 10,000 people over the past seven years, while at the same time almost doubling its store count from 7,500 restaurants to over 14,000. Digital orders, including delivery, mobile orders, and kiosk orders, accounted for 89% of Yum China's KFC sales in the third quarter of 2023. Yum China's digital orders exceeded $8 billion in 2022. Chinese consumers are digital first in their behavior. Across the board, you cannot be retail anything in China without being on top of digital, much more than in the US. So, you know, the fact that most of these companies, Walmart, Alibaba, all of them, Zara, their, their digital teams in China often end up being the innovation center for the rest of their operation globally. A trade war with the U.S. and rising unemployment have caused strains not only for the Chinese economy, but also for KFC. Economic growth in China is expected to slow from 5.2% in 2023 to 4.2% in 2025. Young China recently warned on its third quarter call that there's been a little bit of slowdown, and it's hard to tell if this is something that's seasonal and might improve, or if there's just a general pessimism in the Chinese economy. If you look at the profitability, it's starting to taper. And then we have to figure out, you know, to what extent is this related to the overall sort of slowdown in the Chinese economy, or is it, a, or, or is it more related to the concept itself? There's also some concern that there might be a little bit of backlash or apathy towards Western brands in particular, which might not hit KFC to the same extent as, say, Starbucks, but it's still something to consider. The pandemic also impacted sales. The number of Yum China stores temporarily closed or that offered only takeout or delivery options reached over 4,300 in November 2022. Total revenue at Yum China declined 3% in 2022 from a year earlier. KFC's China same store sales declined 7% during that same period. COVID pandemic really did put a hit on KFC. The only thing that kept them alive was the delivery business. KFC China established its own delivery platform in 2010. By 2022, about 90% of KFCs in China offer delivery, contributing to 39% of sales. But can KFC continue to expand? Franchising might be one option for future growth. In 2019, Yum China announced its first KFC franchise at gas stations with China Petrochemical and China National Petroleum. Combined, the two companies operate more than 50,000 gas stations. Going forward, we're going to open up more to franchisee business because we have enough um, our alumni, our employee who are, you know, going moving on to do next thing. You know, you know we might give them opportunity, ex young China employee, to be a franchisee. And if they do foresee the opportunity to franchise, that actually potentially makes their stock more interesting because within those 10,000 locations, they could sell those locations off to individual families and recover a lot of capital, which would really boost their stock. 
coffee is another market KFC is hoping to capture. Starbucks launched in China in 1999. Today, there are over 6,500 stores. K-Coffee, KFC's in-house coffee brand, has about 300 locations, including inside trucks, kiosks, and small formats nationwide. KFC China said it expects to sell 180 million cups of coffee in 2023. We're seeing a proliferation of, chi- of coffee concepts in China, given the fact that it's high ROI with low barriers to entry, and the added benefit of the gross margin on coffee is far better than really any other product a restaurant can sell. Per capita consumption of coffee in China is about five cups a year versus the U.S., where it's closer to 400 cups annually. Total revenue for Yum China in the third quarter of 2023 increased 9% from a year earlier to $2.9 billion. But moving forward, KFC China's biggest challenge might come from closer to home as other Western fast food brands continue to expand there. Now a lot of them are really leaning in, especially as the economy has opened up since COVID. So we've seen, for example, McDonald's is really doubling down on China. Starbucks has said, you know, multiple times, no matter what happens to their stores in China, that they are all in on China. Popeye is obviously a close competitor of KFC in the U.S., um, so that sets up an interesting competition there in the future. Popeye's plans to open 1,700 restaurants in China over the next decade. We're the only serving one-third of Chinese population. What happened to the other two-thirds? One reason we are not serving the other two-thirds is we just don't have enough store yet to serve them. We are not even close to where do they live.